Report in. Red 10 standing by. Red 9 standing by. Red 3 standing by. Red 6 standing by. Red 9 standing by. You're listening to the Ion Cannon Podcast. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away. This is it. Hey, laser clickers. Welcome to the Ion Cannon Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen, and I'm joined by my friends and co-hosts, Tom and William. We've been away for a little bit, kind of enjoying some of the summer weather and things like that, but we've got a pretty big announcement to talk about today. Uh, William, congratulations on your engagement. <laughs> thank you. I actually did not know we were going to talk about this, but yes, thank you. What do you thank mean? You. We're putting you on the spot, William. <laughs> How are you feeling? Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm excited. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. No, I'm, I'm very, very excited. She said yes. So that's amazing news. Maybe a very, very happy guy. So good. Uh, All you. right. Have Enough about that. No one cares okay. about that. <laughs> now we're talking. Sorry. Okay. But we have some actual big announcement to talk about today. We'll start with the smaller one, kind of a Mandalorian publishing program. Will you want to, you want to tell us a little bit about what's going on there? Yes. Yeah, so I'm excited about this. I loved, I loved the Mandalorian and we're going to get a lot a lot more of it uh, with the Mandalorian publishing program. So uh, Phil uh, Sostak, is, who, who's written many of the art of books, is going to be writing the art of the Mandalorian season one, which, uh, you know, that the Mandalorian concept art is incredible. And, you know, we, we love seeing the, the Mandalorian concept art at the end of every episode. And so um, I'm really excited to see this, uh, to, get, to get to pick up this book. I think it's going to be really, really cool. Uh, it comes out uh, later this fall. Uh, it doesn't. I don't think there's exact dates yet, but it is coming out sometime this fall. Um, well, and, and we got a taste of a lot of that art in, like you know, uh, the credit scenes for the show and things like that. So I'd, that'll be a good one, I expect. And then on top of that, a lot more that we haven't seen. It's going to be very cool. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I mean, there's, we're going to get actually an original novel by uh, Adam Christopher. Uh, and it's going to dive a little more into the Mandalorian. Um, don't really know too much, uh, about it. It sounds like it was codenamed Sparrow, uh, based on a URL <laughs> redirect. Um, interesting, but, uh, but that sounds really cool. It'll be an original novel set in the world of the Mandalorian. As a side note, I like to believe that the title of the book is original novel. <laughs> it's about the Mandalorian's true passion as he writes, the story of how he met Baby Yoda. I love it. I love it. Uh, we're also getting uh, uh, we're also getting a junior novelization. I'm guessing of season one um, by Joe Schreiber, and, and he, uh, he he's he's not uh, he, he's he's written books in Star Wars before, which is really cool. I think he did the the horror novel, right? Um, Oh, um, oh! I know the one you're talking about. The, yeah, Death uh, Dark Troopers. Death Troopers. Yeah, there you go. yeah. The Google it. search I just did Steve would seem to confirm that. Yeah, which is, and he did also Mall Lockdown, which is really interesting. Given like he he wrote both of those books, and now he's moving into the junior novelization for The Mandalorian. So, um, very interesting there. Again, uh, but re- realize when it comes to some of the junior novels, they do have a little bit of an adult subcontext to it. That's true. They they often yeah. do. They often do. Uh, so it's 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 a a book I would not have expected from him, but I'm excited. I, I did enjoy his other two his other two Star Wars books. Um, Pablo Hidalgo is doing the Ultimate Visual Guide. Uh, oh, that should be cool. Which yeah, those are always must buys. Like the the art of and the visual guides are always 
two books I things I always buy for any any new Star Wars movie that comes out. And then uh, two younger reader books, uh, The Mandalorian Allies and Enemies. It's a level two reader by Brooke Vitali, and another book by by Brooke um, called uh, The Mandalorian Eight by Eight Storybook, uh, with a title to be revealed later. Uh, we're also gonna get some comics from Marvel and IDW. A, a magazine, some coloring books and activity books and all sorts of things on the way from various partners uh, and even a little golden book uh, and a comic uh, from Screen Comics Retelling Season 1. So lots of Mandalorian stuff. Like, I think, you know, I, I almost wonder if Lucasfilm was surprised by... I, I suspect they were surprised by the success of The Mandalorian and then have been mm-hmm. spending the last, you know, six, seven months... Uh, readying this publishing program when they realized just how popular the series has been. You know, it's interesting. I was in Costco the other day and I they had in its own display the Baby Yoda. Actually, I think it might have been like a literal life-size Baby Yoda toy. And it was just... Uh, it has made me laugh because, you know, you're right, William. Like, I don't know if they just didn't expect it to be as big a thing. We know at least part of it was they wanted to keep it secret. Mm-hmm. But it's it's funny seeing that all out now, you know, what six are we six months after the show came out when did that end i, Ooh, I don't a, have a sense of time that's a good end of december i know december. so yeah seven okay. months yeah well also look at it this way with the announcements that we're getting right now there's no comic-con this year an actual physical comic-con it's only star wars at i mean comic-con at home so it seems like this news is coming out before comic-con next month Hopefully that means we get some other cool announcements there. Yes, I'm. Yeah, I think I think when I looked at the Comic Con at home schedule, I think it's very light on Star Wars information. Um, It kind of has been in recent years. Yeah, but uh, and especially I think Lucasfilm's going to kind of do their their own thing. But either way, you know, I think it's really exciting to see. You know, we knew that as you said, Stephen, that the 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 merchandise was intentionally delayed. They were working on it. Uh, on some level, but they didn't want to have anything get um, get spoiled. spoiled. So they, they kept it very close to the chest. Uh, and I suspect, like, I feel like they would have done that, like, you know, if they were worried about something similar for The Mandalorian, but they had planned it as much of these books, they probably would have had something done, you know, for release in, like, March, April, May, but this is coming in the fall, which means I, I suspect, like, they started it afterwards. But you know what? Either way, I don't care. I'm excited, and hopefully they do. They continue these for season two and beyond. Uh, we also didn't get a chance to talk about Disney Gallery: The Mandalorian, but uh, we we, had, we didn't obviously review every one of those episodes. No, but it's a, uh, it's a good one. Check it out. It is an incredible series, and yeah. uh, I, I think we will do. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll probably talk about it more at some point. But if you love The Mandalorian, I highly recommend watching. Uh, all eight episodes they're just outstanding on on every level really mm-hmm. it's a great behind the scenes look at the making of the show the cool technology that they're using that is really revolutionary um, it's amazing it's really it's really amazing yep but that is not the only reason why we are here uh, we actually got some Big news this morning, which you know has been rumored for a little while, but it's really, really nice to see. Why? This has been rumored? Why didn't you tell I, me? I was going to say, it has William. been <laughs> I never knew that. There were, there were a couple rumors out there. Um, rumors of something. 
but it, nothing like this. No, no, I've seen a couple. I, I've seen a couple Bad Batch rumors, but it turned oh, out you okay. Then I'm not looking in the, the right bad place. Bad Batch, what? Yeah, but I mean, really? Uh, but the Bad Batch is getting a full animated TV series on Disney Plus starting next year. We now have the news of our next Star Wars animated series from Lucasfilm Animation, and it's about the Bad Batch, which. You know, if you weren't really following the rumors, and honestly, there weren't many. Um, like this is a unexpected in some ways turn for the for the show uh, and for for Disney Lucasfilm Animation, but I think it's a it's a brilliant idea. Oh, I think it's I think it's outstanding. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. Now the, the series. Uh huh. Go ahead. I was no, going to no, say go quick, quick uh, some background on the show before we start talking about it. The series will follow the Bad Batch, Clone Force 99, who we saw in the Bad Batch arc of the Clone Wars, uh, as they, quote, find their way in a rapidly changing galaxy in in the immediate aftermath of the Clone War. Members of the Bad Batch, a unique squad of clones who vary genetically from their brothers in the Clone Army, each possess a singular exceptional skill, which makes them extraordinarily effective soldiers and a formidable crew. In the post Clone War era, they will take on daring mercenary missions as they struggle to stay afloat and find new purpose. Quote. That sounds so cool. It sounds yeah. really cool, but it also sounds like that legacy book with the um, clone trooper, uh, stormtrooper uh, squad that ended up helping Mira Jade at some point. I'm trying to remember because uh, it was so long ago. Uh, 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 in, uh, was, that, was it in uh, Choices of One and yeah. Allegiance? Yes. Uh, I don't remember what the squad was. But I know, yes. but it's, it, it kind of has that feel to it, which I, I'm looking forward to this because it should be really cool. But the best thing about this is it's going to show us what happens after the purge, mm-hmm. right after Order sixty six, and it's going to be fascinating since we know that you know they got to find their place. Did they participate in it? Did they not participate in it? How is the Empire going to treat the clones mm-hmm. at this point going forward? That's what I'm fascinated to see. Yeah, especially since these are the clones; they're not the rank and file clones yep. that. You know, like we obviously know that the the empire eventually phased out the rank and file clones and 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 brought in um, uh, you know re- new recruits, human recruits. But like, especially when you're such a unique type of clone, how does the empire respond to that? I can't imagine them uh, accepting the bad batch at all. And I wonder, like, where where will the series start out? Will we see them Order sixty six now from their perspective? Will um, I don't know. Like, will uh, you know, will we see them have to deal with the clones being phased out at some point? With you know, the, the Jedi being branded as traitors and, and enemies of the Republic? Like, there's so much potential in this show. So much potential. Wonder, Not to mention just to explore that era. Right. It makes me. I like. We have a bunch of characters that I think we'll be able to see more of too. Like, we might see Cody or Rex make re- appearances again. Like characters who we know. Survived yeah. Order 66. And we also know, like, especially in Rex's case, we know he was at least with the Empire for a little bit, at least in the sense that they knew where he was, right? Right. We do know that. So I, I wonder if we'll get to see pieces of those events, basically. Heck, we could even see Ahsoka. I was going to say, I mean, are we going to see how she got off the planet with Rex, or did she get off by herself? How is all that going to tie into this going forward? It's... This, That's a fascinating this is the, question, isn't it? This is mm-hmm. this is the coolest thing that can come out at this point. It's 
So this is, I'm going to take a, a slightly more meta approach for a moment. Like, I do find this really interesting because this, in many ways, this feels like a super safe announcement. Like, really? Clone Wars, well, in the sense that Clone Wars was really popular, this really does exist as a, it's a sequel to Clone Wars. Like, we're taking a set of characters True. that, I mean, and it, it's more complicated because, like, we're taking a set of characters that were never part of the original Clone Wars. They were planned, like, it was a canceled, right. not canceled, it was an unaired episode. And we're now growing a single arc into a full series, which is, I don't know, like, I'm not, I don't know if I can't think of a case where this, like, particular series of events has occurred. But it's building off of the Clone Wars with, like, us, the cast we already know and love generally. Like, it's an area that Dave Filoni is intimately familiar with and is a proven track record. Uh, and, it, like, it will straddle the line, I expect, with Rebels and maybe eventually lead into Rebels in some way. Knowing Dave Filoni and how he likes to do things like that, I wouldn't be surprised. That's true. And it, it picks the one era, I would say, where it doesn't really push any ground. There's not a lot of uh, surprises to be had in the time between two and three. Sorry, three and four, which isn't a bad thing. And like, mm. none of this is a negative. It's just, it's a very safe choice, but I'm still really excited for it. Yeah. It's a safe choice, but it tells a really good story because hopefully they're going to use this, this storytelling vehicle to tie pieces together. Yeah. And I think I, well, the thing I think that's brilliant about this is that, you know, it allows them to, to follow up on the clone wars and they can touch on characters and events and things we didn't get to see in the series. Right. Like, you know, maybe will we see Darth Vader in the series potentially? Like maybe they're they're immediately working for the for the for the Empire now. Don't do and that. don't give me hope. And you know, we see Vader, and maybe they decide to do they go rogue? Do they get let go effectively, or are kind of decommissioned, and then they start striking out on their own? Like, what does it look like in those early days? How do mm-hmm. they feel? Do they run into characters like you know Hondo and Cad Bane and Ahsoka and Rex Bane, and Cody? Bane would be the cool one. Right, like there's would be the cool one. This 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 series allows them to take all of the characters we know and love in the Clone Wars, or characters we know and love from Rebels, even. Right, and and you know bring them together into a into a new era. It's they couldn't do a full sequel to the Clone Wars. They just can't, right? Because with the Clone Wars, like Ahsoka's story in in the Clone Wars is done. Uh, uh, Rex's story in the Clone Wars is done. Anakin and Obi-Wan, their story is is told in the films and and their story is 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 done. But but you can have these characters that were tangential to them that are un- a little more unique than your 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 average clone and that can still touch upon different events, different characters they can run into these characters, maybe have an episode or two with our our, our these characters we know and love. It's it's brilliant. It allows them to mm. get really the best of of all of the worlds. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's, it really is fascinating. Like this is, I think this is a really smart choice. Yeah. And I, uh, now let me ask a different, slightly different question. When do you think this was started getting planned pre clone wars coming out on Disney plus or, uh, after you have to think of animation schedule. Um, and so, and wow. the thing I think is interesting is how much of what they did at the end of Clone Wars, that final shot with Vader and the Stormtroopers, like, I don't know, I think about it, like, 
Those are that assets you can take directly series. into the Bad Batch. Yeah. Like a post, if you're going to do mm-hmm. a post Clone War, or sorry, post episode three movie, you like, you'll need the clone, not movie, sorry, series. You need the clones. You'll need Vader at some yeah. point in some way, shape, or form, like even as a cameo. Could have right? Like those are that. all assets that could be used there. Yeah. That's an excellent point. I don't, I mean, I have to imagine they were working on this before the Bad Batch aired. I think so. Because um, if you look at an animation schedule, they, they can't get something up and running this quick. It had to have been in the planning stages at some point before uh, Clone Wars aired. Yeah. But it's it's actually, it's a, it's a, and I think the success of the Clone Wars only, only helped it. And I think, you know, some, there were some fans who were not as thrilled by the Bad Batch arc, um, which, you know, I, I, I I don't necessarily fully agree. I, I really enjoyed the arc, but like there, there are interesting characters. I think in a, in a long series, we're going to get a really, we're going to spend a lot of time with these characters. They're, they're going to be very mm-hmm. much more nuanced. I'm excited to have D Bradley ba- Baker back vo- voicing say, all yeah, of I, these characters. My, my only wish now for this series is we just, we need to pump it up to 15. Every character should just be D Bradley Baker. <laughs> like no other voice actors. He just does the entire show. No, 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 but, no, no, I, I totally okay. agree. Wait a minute. I totally agree. Just give him all the clones. He'll do an outstanding job, but y- you got to throw other voices in there. I mean, y- you have to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Steven, you brought up assets though. The, the one thing uh, that I find interesting is we know that the clone wars was incredibly expensive to produce. That's one of the reasons why they, they canceled the show in addition to the, the, the WB rights, right? Because um, the show was airing on Cartoon Network. When Disney picked it up, it was it was one of the more expensive animated series. And it looks gorgeous. It looked gorgeous. And then when they brought back The Clone Wars for the final season on Disney+, Plus, they put a lot of work into making it look incredible. And it, it does mm-hmm. look cinematic. It looks like a movie. Um, a part of me wonders... You know, as for, as if we're looking at, um, uh, you know, going into this new series, do they reuse those assets, like you said, Stephen, from the end of the Clone Wars, or do they go with this somewhat slightly different art style? We don't actually know what the show will look like. It's successor to the Clone Wars, but it may not have Clone Wars as art style. I would, I would hope it would. I would hope if the assets were there, it may not be that difficult to take the assets and kind of tweak the style a bit because you have your assets. And as long as they are a computer-generated model, you can take it into hopefully the same program or put it into a different program and tweak it just a little bit and maybe put a different bit of uh, shader or rendering on it. Um, I just hope it doesn't look like Resistance. But um, I think it's not impossible for them to use reuse the assets. And it wouldn't almost make sense because if it is going to be a natural um, extension of the Clone Wars but telling different stories, I would hope they'd keep the style the same i i think you're missing i think you're both missing something else that we should talk about as well okay hit me with it you're making an assumption that this is a an animated series in the same vein as the clone wars or resistance in that it's you know maybe 15 to 20 episode seasons that go on for multiple seasons i would not be surprised if this is closer to mandalorian where we get a very focused Mm. number of episodes with very focused stories as because I think this, they did say this is Disney Plus, right? Yeah, or sure. Is. Disney Plus. So and and they can make the episodes as long as they want because there's no commercials. It's not necessarily about length, but it's just 
this could just be literally a, you know, a 16 episode series, not even just a season, you know, yeah. two, eight episode seasons telling the story that Dave wants to tell. And when you reduce the number of episodes you have, that helps significantly with that budget we were talking about. True, true. And, and I guess, uh, to be fair, uh, Disney Plus also has a much larger budget than, uh, <laughs> you, you know, the, than the average project. So that, that also may be helping uh, them as well. But yeah, I think it's very interesting. We don't we don't really know exactly what it'll look like. I suspect, I hope they do follow the Clone Wars art style, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. We we don't know for sure. Uh, I I do think you're right though, Stephen. I think it'll be a much shorter season. I think it'll yeah. be more along the lines of the twelve, maybe sixteen episode seasons we're getting with, uh, you know, Mandalorian and Clone Wars and that sort of thing. Honestly, but, I'll be surprised if we get ten. If yeah, 10 I think it's probably all... eight to eight to ten is my eight to, eight to twelve is where I put my bet somewhere in there. And, okay. And I and I you know what I would totally agree because like I said, they don't have to worry about commercials in this. They can tell their story and it could be however long they want, but I think forty five is like the sweet spot. Uh, like, I don't think they go that long. It's an animated series. Yeah. Well the, no, I, I totally agree. But yeah. <clears throat> because there's no commercials, normally it should be about a half hour. Uh, you throw in commercials, it's about twenty six minutes, four minutes commercials. They could go thirty five minutes. Their longest episode could go forty five. Mm. But it, it's the best thing because they can take the time to tell their story, because there technically is quote unquote no time limit because they have to fit it within the half hour or the hour time frame. There's no commercials, and I gotta throw this in there. Hopefully, we'll find out what happened with Gregor and why he ended up back in the Clone uh, Rebels. Yeah, I would love to see that as well. So would I had to throw that in there because I just just realized that. Yeah. Also, uh, something I just just remembered spoilers for the Clone Wars. If you haven't seen it, although why are you listening to this if you haven't seen the Clone Wars? <laughs> we get, um, you know, like this this series, like we know it follows Hunter and Wrecker and Crosshair um, and and Tech, right? But if you'll think back to the end of the series, who joined the Bad Batch? Oh, Echo. Echo. Uh-huh. Oh. And so we're going to get a lot more Echo wow. as well. That's an awesome point. I didn't even think about that. Like, this is going to be really cool. I mean, I was already sold, but now I'm more sold. So. Uh, yeah. It's... Uh, and they did end, you know, in the Clone Wars, they did kind of leave it open-ended with the Bad Batch, um, where, you know, we we, we kind of speculated, will we see them in the rest of the series? And we're like, nah, you know, they've already they've already finished most of the episodes. They probably won't show up again. And well, sure enough, they're they're showing up again in a whole new season, series. There's so much potential here. Also, oh, yeah. one more yeah, thing probably much. worth calling out uh, as I think through this. This series sounds, it, it, it's not, um, it's not quite as um, serialized as say the Mandalorian based on the the description, um, but it does say that it will follow, you know, like they're gonna have different you know adventures, um, different mercenary missions as they struggle to stay afloat, right? Um, but it is following a a core one one group, which is mm-hmm. very different from the Clone Wars. It's more Rebels style in many ways. It's a more Rebel style show than it is, uh, 
than than the Clone Wars. So it's a, tonally, it's a somewhat somewhat different focus. Whereas Clone Wars is much more of an ensemble. You never really knew what kind of episode you're going to get every week. Uh, could be focused on some random characters or or a character you know and love. Um, this will be a different style, um, but I think it's still a worthy successor to the Clone Wars. Oh, absolutely, totally. This is fantastic news. I'm so excited. So looking forward to this. Yep. I'll take it now, please. Now? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, I would. I would. Hey. Uh, we all need something to watch anyway, so give it to me tomorrow. 20, I'll, I'll watch tomorrow. 2021. Ah, oh, it's such yeah, a. Yeah, I know. It's always it's a long but, way away. You know it's what? A long way away. We also have Kenobi. Uh, potentially 2021, maybe 2022. Cassie uh, Andor. Cassie Andor is supposed to be 2021. Um, we have the, um, the other series from, uh, uh the creator of Russian oh. doll. Yeah. 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 Uh, the not, no news has come out of that. Come from that yet. There's a lot of star Wars TV happening and we're going to be getting a, a heck of a lot of stuff very soon, but Hey, we have our next star Wars animated series. We speculated. Maybe it might be, uh, maybe it might be, uh, the Sabine and, uh, and, uh, Sabine Ahsoka and, and Ahsoka episode you know, going off in search of Ezra and Thrawn. Boy, boy were we wrong. Uh, that still yeah. may happen. It still may happen. Well, yeah, I, I, I but, meant that as a joke because that's the one thing that we were kind of hoping for, which made the logical sense. This kind of, would you agree, came out of left field that it would be Bad Batch since we all thought it was going to be the Ahsoka Sabine arc? I mean, apparently not for William, but. Well, yeah, no, no, no. For I, you and I, sorry, I, aren't I, I, I take that back. Not, not, not for the mister I'm going to be getting married soon, William. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that has anything to do with where William gets his inside information. I know. It, it does, it does but, not. Uh, no, I honestly, like, it's... Uh, even when I read the announcement, even it, it took, like, I had forgotten about the rumors. They're, they were so they were so minor. Uh, but it's it's really exciting. Like, I, it's... it's You're right, Tom. It's out of left field. It's... Yeah. It was unexpected, uh, but also, and like, I almost didn't even believe the rumors. To be totally honest, it was it was out of left field. It was the uh, the the it was not necessarily the um, expected choice, but it is a brilliant choice. Yeah, and I'm excited. I'm very excited. Uh, so looking forward to this. Yeah. So. 2021. Hopefully, is going to be turning out to be a better year than this one. <laughs> um, we'll do it a bit. At this point or in this pace, 2021 will be here before you know it. I know. Well, it'll be forever. Con- I can't really tell. But <laughs> and all that content we've got coming in 2021 is really cool. It is a bummer. Celebrations pushed off to 22, but look at the content we're getting before 22. Yeah, that's actually that's a good point. We didn't actually talk about this since this this was, this was since our last episode. But you know, celebrate Star Wars Celebration has been uh canceled and uh we resuming in 2022 it's disappointing best. it's for the right it's, it's for the right reasons um but we'll all we'll all still hang out at that celebration in 2022 which will again be in anaheim so you know lots of lots of things going on but man 2021 2022 they're gonna be very big years yeah and i'm i'm excited you know so looking forward to this yeah, uh, th- this this series will be executive produced by Dave Filoni, so we know he's involved. Although I suspect he's probably going to be a little more, he may be less involved in this one, um, just given how focused he is on Mandalorian now and and other things. But but that's okay. I'm, I'm sure he'll still have his stamp on this. 
Uh, Athena Portillo uh, is also executive producing um, alongside uh, Brad Rao, who worked on uh, Rebels and Resistance, and Jennifer Corbett, who worked on uh, Resistance and NCIS. And uh, Carrie Beck will be the executive, uh, co-executive producer with, uh, uh, who she also worked on you know, Mandalorian and Rebels and lots of stuff. And um, Josh Rimes, uh, who produced, uh, worked on Resistance, will also be producing this series. Uh, and Brad Rao will also be the supervising director. And uh, Jennifer Corbett, the head writer. So uh, a, lot of the, a lot of the Rebels team is, is moving over to this. Um, sorry, the Rebels team, the Resistance team. Uh, but, you know, it's been a lot of the same people across the board for all of the, all of the series. I know Resistance was always aimed to be a younger show uh, in the first place it sounds like you know if they're gonna be following the bad batch and it's kind of a sequel to the clone wars in many ways it sounds like they may be aiming for a slightly higher age group which i think is a is a good thing Mm -hmm. i think it's gonna hit that sweet spot looking forward to this i mean like i mean let's be honest for a moment if dave filoni is involved at this point i i think i'm just signed up for it yep like i I've yet to have him be involved with something where I felt like it was really not for me. Yeah. 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 And, you know, as uh, it, 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 I think it's telling that, you know, Agnes Chu, the, she's the senior vice president of content for Disney plus. She mentioned in the press release that, you know, that she is thrilled to bring Dave Filoni's vision to life through the next adventures of the bad batch. So, uh, hopefully Dave had a, uh, sounds like based on that quote, a, a pretty, big impact on uh the bad batch and and what they will do next so yeah i'm excited i'm excited looking forward to this yep well yeah that's that's everything for today i guess right yeah i mean we've we've i miss talking with you guys it's been uh yeah it's been a while it's been a couple you know probably about a month and a half two months since our last episode we've been enjoying our summer break uh I guess I've been a little busy with other stuff. You guys have both been busy with stuff. So, but uh, we'll be back. Uh, This is not our only episode of the summer. We'll be back with some more uh, reviews and uh, maybe some content in some exciting content in August. So uh, not quite ready to announce stuff yet, but stay tuned for that. And then of course uh, we got to, got to rest up because starting in October, the Mandalorian returns and things are so looking get forward to this very very exciting something all sorts of cool rumors so much so much going on so much potential i can't wait a lot of content for sure yeah well, thanks for uh thanks for listening everyone and we will be back uh in the next couple of weeks with mm-hmm. more content for you so thanks for listening hope everyone's staying safe and uh we'll talk to you guys soon Thank you for listening to the Ion Cannon Podcast, your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away. For over a decade, Ion Cannon has covered every corner of the saga, from the films and animated series like The Clone Wars and Rebels, to books, comics, games, and more. If you like what you hear, please rate us in your favorite podcast client. Your review will help this show grow within the Star Wars community. We can be found at our website, IonCannonCast.com, and you can follow us through Facebook and Twitter to email us, you can do so at contact at ioncannoncast.com. The Ion Cannon Podcast is not associated with Lucasfilm, The Walt Disney Company, or any and all of their respective trademarks or copyright holders. 
any opinion expressed on the show are that of the hosts. This podcast is a production by fans for fans and is copyright 2018.